When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. ESPN's reporting that the NBA Board of Governors is going to vote tomorrow on a plan that would restart the season with 22 teams for eight regular season games, a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed, and the playoffs all taking place in Orlando, Florida at Disney World. And the champions will be whichever team doesn't get the virus. According to a new poll, 53% of American office workers worry that their current skills will be outdated in fewer than five years. Skills like no-pants budget meetings. Chinese government said they hope the United States will take concrete measures to eliminate all forms of racial discrimination. And when China is giving you a lecture on human rights, not a great sign. 636, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Scattered thunderstorms expected this afternoon. Humid. Highs in the mid-80s. Right now, 69 with Jeff and Jen. So you can, there is a possibility, you know, if you wanted to, if you got a few bucks laying around, to own nude portraits of Jennifer Aniston, Lenny Kravitz, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, actually. Isn't that interesting? I wonder, how old is the picture? When did Julia... I don't recall Julia doing a nude shoot. Yeah, I don't either. That's news to me as well. So maybe it's a recent picture. Maybe she did it last up. weekend. You're going to get me in all kinds of trouble today, aren't you? <laughs> You're going to be like, who's who's looking up dirty pictures we'll on the internet? We'll say someone hijacked Fritz's computer. Never be able to trace it back to you. Yeah. Photographer Mark Seliger is auctioning off a bunch of his most famous celebrity portraits to raise money for COVID-19 relief. Several of them are nudes. He did the famous naked but covered up photo of Jennifer Aniston in 1995. You know, the black and white one where she's seated with her arms and legs crossed. With her Rachel haircut. Oh, she looks Mm. She's adorable. uh, Yes, darling. He also did the nude portrait of Julia Louis-Dreyfus that Fritz is trying to pull up on a company computer. It's not nude. I mean, it's just her back. Oh, gotcha. The only one that's a little bit sketchy is that Lenny Kravitz. But even that, probably, you know. The nearly full frontal. It's just there's a lot of hair. There is a lot of hair. It's what happens. Right. It's what happens. When you let it go. When you let it go. He's a little unkept. And you can see a little bit of the base with the piercing, but that's it, right? It's art. 
It is art. So all three of those are up for sale, along with 22 non-nude celebrities like Kurt Cobain, Oprah, Jerry Seinfeld, Tom Hanks, Johnny Cash. Wow. That would look really cool. Billie Eilish. Bra- oh, Brad Pitt. I want Jen, that there one. There you go. I want that one. All right. Jen's got dibs on Brad Pitt. I want to see the Brad Pitt one. Okay. I mean, if I'm, getting, Brad. If I'm getting in and I might. Can he please, can he please at least be shirtless? Please be at least shirtless, Brad. That would be nice. Uh, Jen, Jen Aniston posted about this whole thing on Instagram and she thanked Mark for making her a part of it. She also explained where the money is going. All the proceeds will benefit the National Association of Free and Charitable Clinics. They've been providing free coronavirus oh. tests and medical care all across the country. Now, do they say how big these portraits are? I mean, we're getting more than an eight by 10 here, right? For our money. Oh, I would They're assume. smaller. I watched the. Are they smaller? Well, I watched the Jennifer uh, Aniston Instagram yeah. of it, and it was just him like doing the print. Matting and it, it doesn't, and yeah, I don't know. It look, I don't know if really? he blows it up at the end or what, but wow. they look smaller. Oh, well, I mean, I want at least a 24 by 30. That's now that's the only, a terrible Brad That's Fitt the only picture. one I can find. That might not be it, but that's the only one I can find by this guy. That's where we're getting you for your birthday. The what does he have in his mouth? He's I'm not telling you. Off. It's his off. <laughs> a rubber glove, it looks like. Yeah, he's pulling oh, off a glove. He's pulling oh, a glove right. off his... Biting from the here, it looks... it. From here, it almost looks like a gun. Yeah. Well, oh, he has God. on a and dress a and earring. a gigantic hoop earring. And he's got no hair. Well, that's the only picture I could find. But maybe he has, like, other ones that aren't out there yet. I don't know. The auction is called Rad Art for Aid. Rad Art for Aid. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Aid, it runs through next Friday on the Christie's Auction House website. And last we checked, the high bid on Jen Aniston's portrait was... Around $8,000. So. That's going to go way up. You oh, know. Yeah. It's the people like Jen that are waiting in the in the realms waiting to in come the in at the last minute. Yeah. People yeah. like us go, 8000 Oh, I can go 8100 And then the people <laughs> come at the end with their, I'm out. Here's a million dollars. Yeah, that's swooping in at the end, those people. Yeah. Ruin everything. There you go. For those, for those of us on a limited budget. Yeah. So, the third Bill and Ted movie is supposed to hit theaters in August. We don't know if that's still going to happen, but that's still the plan. And screenwriter last month, Ed Solomon, said the first trailer was a few weeks away. We're still waiting. But co-stars Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter do have something new out this week. They're both in the new virtual graduation video for San Dimas High School near L.A., the same school they went to in the movies. There's a 45-second clip buried 18 minutes in where they congratulate all the seniors and mix in some Bill and Ted references. 
First, they drop a, a line about the wild stallions. They're banned in the movies. That is awesome. And then they talk about how San Dimas High School football rules. Tell them to be excellent to each other. Do you have a clip of this? Or? I do, if you want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Alex Winter. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. And together we are Wild Stallions. <laughs> and we know it's a tough time right now and that you're having to do this virtual graduation. Uh, we want to wish you the best of luck moving forward. Yeah, congratulations to the graduating class of 2020. Well done. San Dimas High School football does roll. Rules! <laughs> but most importantly, we wanted to tell you to be excellent to each other. And party on. Oh, huge. Did they at the end of the game, thank you, Sadibas? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wonder if any of the 18 year olds watching that have any clue. Who are these <laughs> old guys? Yeah, what are they? What are these old guys? What are they doing? Or who knows? That movie could be famous because, you know, that's their yeah. high school that's in it. I hope they watch it. Like, you know, at the end of the year when they have like movie day, if you've done all of your exams and mm-hmm. turned your books in, mm-hmm. I hope they watch it every year there just as like a fun thing, you know? Yeah. All right. Anything else, Jen? No, I think we're good. All right. But when I was a kid, the biggest food thing that happened to me, when they invented the Pop-Tart, the back of my head blew right off. (laughs) You got to think back to when the Pop-Tart came out. It was the 60s. We had toast. (laughs) We had shredded wheat. It was like wrapping your lips around a wood chipper. (laughs) And in the midst of that dark and hopeless moment, The Kellogg's Pop-Tart suddenly appeared out of Battle Creek, Michigan, which, as you cereal fans know, is the corporate headquarters of Kellogg's because it seems like a cereal Silicon Valley of breakfast super scientists conceiving of a frosted fruit-filled heatable rectangles in the same shape as the box it comes in and with the same nutrition as the box it comes in, too. I don't know how long it took them to invent the Pop-Tart, but they must have come out of that lab like Moses with the two tablets of the Ten Commandments. The Pop-Tart is here! Two in the pocket! Two slots in a toaster! Let's see you screw this up! Why two? One's not enough. Three's too many. And they can't go stale, because they were never fresh. That's funny. (laughs) We still sell Pop-Tarts here? We sure do. They are delicious. Although I would look at some of the dating on the vending machine things. Yeah, oh. like the other day I no was getting some water. No turnover for the water. past few months. Yeah. Well, there oh. has been some on some things, but not on the others. But I think I saw like a, a skinny pop in there for March. Like expiration was like March 15th. Mm, I'm like, I see. And who do we see about getting, if we get ripped off by the vending machine? Is there anyone in the building that's handling that? yeah, who's in charge of that? I don't know, but maybe it could be me. Like I've been stocking the coffee and doing the mail. I mean, I maybe could take that on if you guys want. Because we'll want our 50 cents back if it doesn't work out. I don't know who to get that from. We used to be able to go to Heather. We'd just say, hey, hey Heather, I lost a quarter. Mm-hmm. And then she'd just hand it right over. Yeah. Scott I don't, in charge of it? I think Scott is in charge of the stocking of it. Uh, Not sure. Hmm. Well, it was a relatively quiet night in Cincinnati. Uh, there were protests, uh, most of them peaceful, and protests spreading to other parts of the tri-state. Again, uh, mostly peaceful. Cincinnati Mayor Cranley did extend the curfew, though, through Monday. However, he moved the time to 11 p.m. 
They had a moment of silence to start yesterday's Cincinnati City Council meeting with words of support for the police chief. The mayor said, you've really become the heart and soul leader of this city over the last five days. Uh, That praise stemming from the way the chief has kind of led the city's police force during these uh, crazy few days. Uh, But he went on to say, also taking a knee to express your concerns around what happened in Minneapolis and elsewhere really resonated with a lot of people and the chief of police reflecting the praise back on the men and women that he leads. The chief saying there's still a lot of work to do. Uh, I mean, this really is a testament to the work that our brave men and women do. They are unbelievable. And I got to tell you, I mean, anybody who's watched some of the footage from when those protests got out of control, when we were seeing some of the looting and the the violent altercations, the restraint Mm -hmm. our officers showed in Mm -hmm. the face of that was pretty remarkable. Uh, the chief went on to say, this has not been without challenges. This has not been without hiccups, but I'm extremely proud of this department. Yeah, that's got to be hard to not get caught up in all of that emotion and and energy and just all of that <sighs> tension. Absolutely. And to not react to that is impressive. I did something for the first time yesterday. I watched a city council meeting. Ooh, and, and how was because that? Because they, they were talking to the chief for about mm-hmm. two hours. They gave and, uh, him a standing ovation, didn't they? They did. It was it was all it was positive. They had some serious questions, but uh, you know, it was overall they're they're on his side kind of thing. They but I would take away that as a citizen of the city of Cincinnati, I mean, I'm glad he's the guy after watching that thing for two hours. You're feeling good about yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Isaac. He's yeah. come in here a couple of times and done some like public service announcements with uh Rodney, who was our like PSA director and Every time I see him in the lobby, he's so friendly. He just waves or you talk to him. You're like, hello, thanks for keeping us safe. And he's like, you know, thank you. Like, he's just a genuinely nice dude. Meanwhile, Governor Mike DeWine is expected to announce today what he said would be good news for most Ohio zoos and museums. So I'm not exactly sure what date we're looking at. Both have been shut down, as you know, since mid-March due to the coronavirus pandemic and uh, are supposed to be closed through July 1st under the latest health order. So I don't know if he's going to move that date up or if he's just saying, hey, we're going to stick to July 1st, and here are the changes that you'll see when that finally happens. I'm not sure which, but I'll tell you what, Thane Maynard at the Cincinnati Zoo, he's got this uh, reopening plan and everything all laid out. I yep. guess there's going to be touchless tickets and They're staggered and open. entries. And yeah, I was going to say that's kind of the big thing that will change, I think, is the staggered entry. Reservations. Like reservations to get in versus like showing up at 9 a.m. as a member and walking in the door. It's just going to be a little more, mm-hmm. you know, paced out, I think, throughout the day. And when you look at the economic loss that the zoo has suffered, they're going to try to bridge that gap by asking members to, again, renew their membership encouraging people who follow the zoo on social media to buy a membership, maybe for not just themselves, but also a friend or a family member. And you can also make donations directly to the zoo's emergency operating fund online or just send them a check. Yeah. And you can also uh, like the masks that we had on yesterday in our Facebook live video, they're selling those. And that also goes to support the zoo. They're like the little facial masks that have like Fiona, Jeff had, I think Jeffrey, the giraffe. Uh, Tim, what is your, oh, Tim had a sloth. I was Mo the sloth. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can get involved and you can invite an animal to your like Zoom meeting. Can I just say, by the way, still on the masks here, that they're incredibly comfortable and Mm -hmm. soft. Very breathable. They're breathable. And then the, uh, like it's an actual elastic 
the that, ear thing that doesn't like tug or chafe the back of my it's, ear. They're very comfortable for yeah. kids and adults alike. Yeah, yes. I was. Yeah, they do. They have one for uh, Penelope. Got one too. Sorry, that looks but just back like to mine. back to adopting an animal. Yeah. Anyways, you can like invite a zoo animal to join your Zoom meeting. Like if you're having like a a meeting with all of your clients or whatever, and they can bring a cheetah. Like you know, Tim and I did a Facebook video with who was our. Uh, Remus, was it with Chris and Remus, Chris right? Chris and Remus, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we had the other cheetah, but you can invite an animal. It's so fun. There's so many ways to help. Yeah. So CincinnatiZoo.org for all of, of that stuff. All right. So we look forward to the governor's, pre- and I'm sure Jacob is looking forward to the governor's oh, press conference. Oh, believe today. me, when the classrooms are <laughs> opening in the fall, announcement came the other day, beside himself with joy. I'll he bet. had to be elated. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, though. He has a dentist appointment at 2 o'clock today. So, oh boy, let me tell you, what was the reason? I mean, who did that? Well, we made this appointment months ago. How did we know? Do you have a DVR? Do you have one of those? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to record yeah, it. Yeah, record it, man. <laughs> oh, there you go. They also, I think, if you go to the website, they do like stream it or he'll whatever. Probably stream it on his phone. Yeah, is oh. probably Afterwards. what he'll do. Or maybe we'll turn the TV on in the chair. Oh, that's a great idea. It's a good distraction. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.